All right, we are live. Welcome. I don't know if that audio came through or not. I'm going to have to double check that. <clears throat> That's weird. I'm not sure why they did that the way that it did. But we are live. This is Orion Rising. I am your host, Leonard O'Neill. Sorry, I'm looking at the monitor down here. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or good morrow, depending on where in the world you are tuning into the show. All right. Yeah, I'm not sure what the sound problem was there. Hopefully, you guys are hearing me okay. See if my I have sound or don't have sound. I'm looking on my video over here, and I don't see myself having any sound. I'm not sure what's going on there. Can you guys hear me? Yeah, see, I'm not I'm not hearing anything over here on the on the on, on the uh, monitor. So I'm gonna go out, and come back in real quick, and see if it's just my computer or if it's the um, this computer. I'm not sure what's going on. Let me check the settings. And make sure that the microphone is working. Audio. Yeah, it says my microphone's live. Right? Testing speakers. That's good. Audio says I'm live. Say something in the chat. Somebody who's in here. If anybody's in here, say something in the chat. Let me know that you can hear me. Because I can't tell. Let me see. I'm going to come back in. It's weird. I'm not sure. It says that I'm uh, my audio is working. And it's recognizing it, but I'm not hearing it on the on this over here. Let's see, it says live. Still no audio. What is going on? Test one two. Test no audio. Not sure what's going on there. Says that everything's working. Says my microphone's on. Says my microphone's working, but it's not. If you can't hear me, tell me, because I can't tell. I'm over here. And I can't uh, hear anything on my phone. Oh, my phone's volume was turned off. I've been fine the whole time. Okay, sorry, guys. I don't know why my volume was off. My volume was all the way down. I didn't realize it. So I was going, what's going on? I can't tell if my if I'm, uh, there's any sound. I heard no audio. And that was my bad. All right, so I'm checking everything here. I'm panicked, right? Sorry, guys. Can't tell if my audio's not working. That's why I'm not using the lapel mic when I'm live. Because if it goes out, I won't know unless you guys say something in the chat, <laughs> right? <laughs> so uh, that's that's that, right? Okay, so we're live. Today is Friday, so we're going to do the Law of One. I'm going to do a hard hour break today, so I'm going to get right into it pretty quickly. Uh, the reason for that is that right after this, right after this show, I will be a guest on uh, Closer Encounters, Clarence Mitchell, Mitchell's show. And he's uh, waiting for me. After I get done, he said, we'll go give you a half-hour break in between. So at 5.30, go to Closer Encounters on Facebook and uh, Closer Encounters Radio on Facebook. And I will be on there with Omar and Joe and Clarence. And we're going to be talking about a bunch of stuff, uh, you know, some breaking news stuff, things going on. I have some breaking news that I'm going to play on there, a uh, video that I'm going to play for you guys uh, on there. And that's going to be really cool. <clears throat> They don't know about it. This just happened last night, so I'm gonna I'm gonna unveil it. I'm gonna unveil it on uh, Mitchell on Clarence's show, okay? Uh, and this is cool stuff. All right, so let me share my screen here to uh, just get started. We're on Law of One session 73 now, and uh, let's just get started because, like I said, I'm doing one hour break, one hour hard break wherever we're at. I'm going to hop off, maybe go a couple minutes over because i got to be ready to, for a 5.30 show, and I don't know how long we're going. All right, so share this out <clears throat> because some people don't realize I'm going live on Friday nights anymore uh, because I didn't. I stopped 
for a long while because they were shadow banning me, right? So I stopped, uh, you know, uh, I'll have to share it out too, but I stopped uh, going live and I was filming everything. Well, now I'm, I'm back going live, all right? So a lot of people don't realize that. Okay, so let me share my screen here and let's get over to uh, the Love One. And where's it at here? There we go. And we'll get going with this. Let me put this up on full screen so you guys have a better view. And like I said, type questions in the chat, uh, wherever you're at in the world, right? Okay, so let me go ahead and start this, and we'll just get started because I don't want to waste any time. And let me know if this audio doesn't come through well. Question 
could you tell me where I am wrong in this statement? Answer, I am Ra. Yes. Question 73.7. Questioner, would you please do that? Answer, I am Ra. There are two concepts with which you deal. The first is the great way of the development of the life in the microcosmic mind, body, spirit. It is assumed that an adept will have its energy centers functioning smoothly and in a balanced manner to its best effort if they are magical working. All magical workings are based upon invocation and or invocation. The first invocation of any magical working is that invocation of the magical personality as you are familiar with this term. In the working of which you speak the first station is the beginning of the invocation of this magical personality which is invoked by the motion of putting on something. Since you do not have an item of apparel or talisman to gesture which you have made is appropriate. The second station is the invocation of the great cause of life. This is an extension of the magical personality to become the creator. Again, all invocations and evocations are drawn through the violet energy center. This may then be continued towards whatever energy centers are desired to be used. Question 73.8 Questioner, then will you speak of the difference between the spiraling light that enters through the feet and the light invoked through the crown chakra? Answer, I am Ra. The action of the upward spiraling light drawn by the will to meet the inner light of the one infinite creator may be likened to the beating of the heart and the movement of the muscles surrounding the lungs and all the other functions of the parasympathetic nervous system. The calling of the adept may be likened to those nerve and muscle actions over which the mind, body, spirit complex has conscious control. Question 73.9 Questioner Previously you stated that where the two directions meet you have a measure of the development of the particular mind, body, spirit complex. Am I correct? Answer, I am Ra. This is correct. Question 73.10 Questioner, it would seem to me that the visualization of the invocation would be dependent upon what the use was to be of the light. The use could be for healing, communication, or for the general awareness of the creation and the creator. Would you please speak on this process and my correctness in making this assumption? Answer, I am Ra. We shall offer some thought though it is doubtful that we may exhaust this subject. Each visualization, regardless of the point of the working, begins with some work within the indigo ray. As you may be aware, the ritual which you have begun is completely working within the indigo ray. This is though for it is the gateway. From this beginning light may be invoked for communication or for healing. You may note that in the ritual which we offered you to properly begin the Ra workings the first focus is upon the Creator. We would further note a point which is both subtle and of some interest. The upward spiraling light developed in its path by the will and ultimately reaching a high place of mating with the inward fire of the One Creator still is only preparation for the work upon the mind body, spirit which may be done by the adept. There is some crystallization of the energy centers used during each working so that the magician becomes more and more that which it seeks. More importantly, the time-space mind, body, spirit analog, which is available to the first space-time mind, body, spirit. Thus the adept is aiding the creator greatly by offering great catalyst to a greater portion of the creation which is identified as the mind, body, spirit totality of an entity. Question 73.11
questioner, desire, and will are the factors in this process. Is this correct? Answer, I am Ra. We would add one quality. In the magical personality desire, will, and polarity are the keys. Question 73.12 Questioner, many so-called evangelists which we have in our society at present have great desire and very great will, and possibly great polarity, but it seems to me that in many cases that there is a lack of awareness that creates a less than effective working in the magical sense. Am I correct in this analysis? Answer, I am Ra. You are partially correct. In examining the polarity of a service to others working the free will must be seen as paramount. Those entities of which you speak are attempting to generate positive changes in consciousness while abridging free will. This causes the blockage of the magical nature of the working except in those cases wherein an entity freely desires to accept the working of the evangelist, as you have called it. Question 73.13 Questioner what was the orientation with respect to this type of communication for the one known as Jesus of Nazareth? Answer, I am Ra. You may have read some of this entity's workings. It offered itself as teacher to those mind, body, spirit complexes which gathered to hear and even then spoke as through a veil so as to leave room for those not wishing to hear. When this entity was asked to heal, it oft times did so, always ending the working with two admonitions, firstly, that the entity healed had been healed by its faith, that is, its ability to allow and accept changes through the violatory into the gateway of intelligent energy, secondly, saying always, tell no one. These are the workings which attempt the maximal quality of free will while maintaining fidelity to the positive purity of the working. Question 73.14 Questioner, an observation of the working itself by another entity. So I have to point out there <coughs> that um, there's a, sp a spot uh, in the Bible where Jesus was up on the hill and they said go and get him for dinner and I've questioned this a lot over the years and that kind of explains that and I hadn't caught that the first time I read this that um, Jesus, when they came up there, one of the guys came to get Jesus, and he was up on, on the hill praying, and when he got there, Jesus was talking to Moses and Elijah, and Jesus was now wearing pure white robe instead of his tattered one that he was wearing before, and they all were, and when Jesus turned and saw him coming, he turned and said something to the other two, and they climbed up a ladder into a cloud. This is in, in, uh, in the New Testament. So then Jesus came and was talking to him, and he said, Oh, my Lord, your friends can come too, that we have plenty of food. And he recognized who it was. And Jesus took him, you know, put his arm around him and said, No, they'll, they'll be, they have to go. And he said, Tell no one what you've seen and, and uh, heard here. And I always questioned that because if Jesus was trying to venerate himself as, as who he was, at that point he would have, you know, uh, should have or could have, and most people would have, had it been some uh, dog and pony show or, you know, had it been, you know, what, whatever, it would have been uh, a, a perfect opportunity for Jesus to to win over everybody's minds, including Judas at that time. Right. But he didn't. And he said, just like Ross said here, tell no one. And I've always questioned that. And so, I, you know, like I said, I hadn't realized that from um, before. When I read it, it was weird. And when I've gone through this until just now, I literally went, wow, OK, so <laughs> bizarre, right? Um, so that might explain that why he said that. 
seemed very humble. Okay, let's continue. It would seem to me to partially abridge free will in that a seemingly magical occurrence had taken place as the result of the working of an addict. This could be extended to any phenomenon which is other than normal or acceptable. Could you speak on this paradox that is immediately the problem of anyone doing healing? Answer, I am Ra. We are humble messengers of the law of one. To us there are no paradoxes. The workings which seem magical and, therefore, seem to infringe upon free will do not in themselves, do so, for the distortions of perception are as many as the witnesses and each witness sees what he desires to see. Infringement upon free will occurs in this circumstance only if the entity doing the working ascribes the authorship of this event to itself or its own skills. He who states that no working comes from it but only through it is not infringing upon free will. Alright, so the next uh, um, video will start in just a second. Those of you who are on the MP3 files. Question 73.15 Questioner, the one known as Jesus accumulated 12 disciples. What was his purpose in having these disciples with him? Answer, I am Ra. What is the purpose of teach learning if there be no learned teachers? Those drawn to this entity were accepted by this entity without regard for any outcome. This entity accepted the honor duty placed upon it by its nature and its sense that to speak was its mission. Question 73.16 Questioner, in the exercise of the fire I assume the healer would be working with the same energy that we spoke of as entering through the crown chakra. Is this correct? Answer, I am Ra. This is correct with some additional notation necessary for your thought in continuing this line of study. When the magical personality has been seated in the green ray energy center for healing work the energy then may be seen to be the crystalline center through which body energy is channeled. Thus this particular form of healing uses both the energy of the adept and the energy of the upward spiraling light. As the green ray center becomes more brilliant, and we would note this brilliance does not imply overactivation but rather crystallization, the energy of the green ray center of the body complex spirals twice, Firstly, clockwise from the green ray energy center to the right shoulder, through the head, the right elbow, down through the solar plexus, and to the left hand. This sweeps all the body complex energy into a channel which then rotates the great circle clockwise again from right. We correct this instrument, from the left to the feet, to the right hand, to the crown, to the left hand, and so forth. Thus the incoming body energy crystallized, regularized, and channeled by the adept's personality reaching to the green ray energy center, may then pour out the combined energies of the adept which is incarnate thus offering the service of healing to an entity requesting that service. This basic situation is accomplished as well when there is an entity which is working through a channel to heal. Question 73.17 Questioner, can you tell me how this transfer of light I believe it would be, would affect the patient to be healed. Answer, I am Ra. The effect is that of polarization. The entity may or may not accept any percentage of this polarized life energy which is being offered. In the occasion of the laying on of hands this energy is more specifically channeled and the opportunity for acceptance of this energy similarly more specific. It may be seen that the king's chamber effect is not attempted in this form of working but rather the addition to one whose energies are low, of the opportunity for the building up of those energies. 
Many of your distortions called illnesses may be aided by such means. Question 73.18 Questioner, as a general statement which you can correct, the overall picture, as I see it, of the healer and patient is that the one to be healed has, because of a blockage in one of the energy centers or more, we will just consider one particular problem, because of this energy center blockage the upward spiraling light which creates one of the seven bodies has been blocked from the maintenance of that body and this has resulted in the distortion from the perfection of that body which we call disease or bodily anomaly which is other than perfect. The healer, having suitably configured its energy centers, is able to channel light, the downward pouring light, though its properly configured energy centers to the one to be healed. If the one to be healed is the mental configuration of acceptance of this light, the light then enters the physical complex and reconfigures the distortion that was created by the original blockage. I am sure that I have made some mistakes in all this. Would you please correct them? Answer, I am Ra. Your mistakes were small. We would not, at this time, attempt a great deal of refinement of its statement as there is preliminary material which will undoubtedly come forward. We may say that there are various forms of healing. In many, only the energy of the adept is used. In the exercise of fire some physical complex energy is also channeled. We might note further that when the one wishing to be healed, though sincere, remains unhealed, as you call this distortion, you may consider pre-incarnative choices and your more helpful aid to such an entity may be the suggestion that it meditate upon the affirmative uses of whatever limitations it might experience. We would also note that in these cases the indigo ray workings are often obeyed. Other than these notes, we do not wish to further comment upon your statement at this working. Question 73.19 Questioner, it seems to me that the primary thing of importance for those on the service to others path is the development of an attitude which I can only describe as a vibration. This attitude will be developed through meditation, ritual, and the developing appreciation for the creation or creator which results in a state of mind that could only be expressed by me as an increase in vibration or oneness with all. Could you expand and correct that statement? Answer, I am Ra. We shall not correct this statement but shall expand upon it by suggesting that to those qualities you may add a living day by day and moment by moment, for the true adept lives more and more as it is. Question 73.20 Questioner, thank you. Could you tell me of the number of possible energy transfers between two or more mind, body, spirit complexes? Is it very large, or are there few? Answer, I am Ra. The number is infinite, for is not each mind, body, spirit complex unique? Question 73.21 Questioner, could you define this statement, energy transfer between two mind, body, spirit complexes? Answer, I am Ra. This will be the last full query of this working. This entity still has transferred energy available, but we find rapidly increasing distortions towards pain in the neck, the dorsal area, and the wrists and manual appendages. The physical energy transfer may be done numerous ways. We shall give two examples. Each begins with some sense of the self as creator or in some way the magical personality being invoked. This may be consciously or unconsciously done. Firstly, that exercise of which we have spoken called the exercise of fire, this is, through physical energy transfer, not that which is deeply involved in the body complex combinations. 
Thusly, the transfer is subtle and each transfer unique in what is offered and what is accepted. At this point we may note that this is the cause for the infinite array of possible energy transfers. The second energy transfer of which we would speak is the sexual energy transfer. This takes place upon a non-magical level by all those entities which vibrate green reactive. It is possible, as in the case of this instrument which dedicates itself to the service of the one infinite creator, to further refine this energy transfer. When the other self also dedicates itself in service to the one infinite creator, the transfer is doubled. Then the amount of energy transferred is dependent only upon the amount of polarized sexual energy created and released. They are refinements from this point onward leading to the realm of the high sexual magic. In the realm of the mental bodies there are variations of mental energy transferred. This is, again, dependent upon the knowledge sought and the knowledge offered. The most common mental energy transfer is that of the teacher and the pupil. The amount of energy is dependent upon the quality of this offering upon the part of the teacher, and regards the purity of the desire to serve, and the quality of information offered and, upon the part of the student, the purity of the desire to learn and the quality of the mind vibratory complex which receives knowledge. Another form of mental energy transfer is that of the listener and the speaker. When the speaker is experiencing mental-emotional complex distortions towards anguish, sorrow, or other mental pain, from what we have said before, you may perhaps garner knowledge of the variations possible in this transfer. The spiritual energy transfers are at the heart of all energy transfers as a knowledge of self and other self as creator is paramount, and this is spiritual work. The varieties of spiritual energy transfer include those things of which we have spoken this day as we spoke upon the subject of the adept. Are there any brief queries before we leave this working? Okay, before we go further and, and go to the next uh, uh, video, that was a lot said. But <clears throat> that goes to show when you have like uh, singers, you know, performers on stage, and they talk about the energy transfer between them and the crowd that they're doing this, you know, making this music and and and, and the crowd is returning energy uh, to them. And so they get this energy exchange that that really is something. It also play, goes to show you that energy vampires uh, are something as well. Right. Uh, so we trade energy through you know, through all of those different angles, those different things. And, you know, I wanted to point out for those magic users out there that he talked about sexual energy and high magic, high sexual magic energy. Now, we talked about this before, and that's why I'm getting a deja vu because we may have covered this. Uh, so that's why I let it play through pretty quickly because I was getting a deja vu and wasn't sure if we did this last week, and I didn't check. Um, I thought I had and, and checked the right one from last week, but it, it didn't. Maybe it was talking and covering this. So either way, I'm, I'm uh, having this as a memory. So so that's why I'm letting it play through. and We'll go right to 74 because I think we did. And I, I just did when I checked it. It didn't say we did. OK, so there was a lot said there, but the energy transfer includes a lot of different varieties of ways of transferring energy. And that also goes uh, uh, into the negative field. And I say this all the time, what you project onto somebody is what you're going to get back. And, and the same thing happens when, like, you're driving down the road and somebody cuts you off. If you allow them, by cutting you off, to get you mad, you're going to honk the horn, scream, yell at them, flip them off, do whatever. And then some people would chase after you and cut you back off and try to scare you. And that's just, you know, that's, that's uh, negativity begetting negativity. 
Do you understand? So I don't do that. I'm not one of those people that yells at people in the car. First of all, they can't hear me. So why am I talking to myself? Right? I may think it in my head, but why am I going to say it out loud? So I don't yell at people because I know that if you watch them, and I tell people this, have the patience and just watch them while you drive because somebody exactly like them is going to meet up with them in a couple of minutes, and your karma is just going to come right back and kick them. They're going to end up running into, if not literally, uh, almost running into somebody who's just like them who's going to cut them off. Then they're going to get all mad, and they'll flip them off. And that's how you know people start shooting each other on the highway. So I just wanted to point that out because there's a lot of energy transfer, and I've been saying this since I was like 15 years old. I was telling people, you know, we got to stop being, uh, you know, negative towards each other. We make up in our minds, we make up a story. It's human, it's normal. But we make up a story about people when we see them. We judge them by the way they're moving, what they're wearing, and how they look, and we make up an entire story in our minds of what we think that person is who we think that person is and that's projecting that energy onto them do you understand we're all connected first of all because we're all one but secondly we're all connected because we're part of a hive mind complex we literally are we just have forgotten that we have that telepathic ability and some people or empathic ability and some people know those abilities and use those abilities and some use it for good and some use it for bad right so um, I, you know, I'm not turning my camera back on just because I'm going to let this play because uh, this is just the standard ending to every video. So I'm going to go ahead and let that play and then we'll pick up uh, at 74. Okay. Question 73.22. Questioner, only if there is anything we can do to improve the comfort of the instrument and the contact. And secondly, is there anything that you wish not published in today's session? Answer, I am Ra. We call your attention to two items. Firstly, it is well that the candle which spirals 10 degrees each working be never allowed to gutter as this will cause imbalance in the alignment of the appurtenances and their protective role for this instrument. Secondly, we might suggest attention to the neck area so that the cushion upon which it is supported be more comfortable. This difficulty has abbreviated many workings. We thank you, my friends, for your conscientiousness and your fastidiousness with regard to these appurtenances which, as our workings proceed, seems to be increasing. Secondly, your decisions are completely your own as to that material which you may wish published from this working. I am Ra. I leave you glorying in the love and in the light of the one infinite creator. Go forth, then, rejoicing in the power and in the peace of the one infinite creator. Adonai. Okay, the next uh, uh, thing we'll we'll start in a second. Hold on, let me pause that really quickly before the transition because I was not monitoring the chat for a minute there. I was in full screen. So I wanted to look over here and see what we have in the chat, see if anybody's talking over here, and we have a couple of things. So, um, so yeah, okay, so so uh, uh, how do you say that? Is that Gudda Kumar? Kumar, welcome. Greetings to the general... Oh, here, I'll put it up on the screen. There you go. Okay, so greetings to everybody. Greetings to you. Thank you for tuning in. Please share this out. Um, I don't normally go live. I haven't for a while. This is only my second week going back live doing the Law of One. So people are not expecting me to be live. So they just pop in whenever because they expect that the, I'm going to premiere the show. Uh, and uh, because of that, there's a lot, a lot of people tuning in until they find out that I have actually decided to go live again 
because I'm not getting shadow banned these days. Uh, for, not for the law of one. I can't do my my stuff about uh, COVID-19 or the deep state without getting shadow banned, but I can do the law of one unless we get too deep into spiritualism and then the powers that should not be don't want me doing that either. Okay, so, <clears throat> so I'm going to go ahead and turn this over here and let it play so it'll play out and it'll skip to the next video. That was session 73, October 21, 1981. This is session 74, October 28, 19, uh, 1981. We communicate now. Question 74.1. Questioner, would you first please give me the condition of the instrument? Answer, I am Ra. It is as previously stated. Question 74.2. Questioner, before we get to new material, in the last session there seems to be a small error that I corrected then having to do with this statement. No working comes from it but only through it. Was this an error in the transmission? What caused this? Answer, I am Ra. This instrument, while fully open to our narrow band contact, at times experiences a sudden strengthening of the distortion which you call the pain. This weakens the contact momentarily. This type of increased distortion has been occurring in this instrument's bodily complex with more frequency in the time period which you may term the previous fortnight. Although it is not normally a phenomenon which causes difficulties in transmission, it did so twice in the previous working. Both times it was necessary to correct to rectify the contact. Question 74.3 Questioner, could you please describe the trance state? I am somewhat confused as to how, in a trance, pain can affect the instrument since I was of the opinion that there would be no feeling of pain by the bodily complex in the trance state. Answer, I am Ra. This is correct. The instrument has no awareness of this or other sensations. However, we at Ra use the yellow ray activated physical complex as a channel through which to speak. As the mind, body, spirit complex of the instrument leaves this physical shell in our keeping it is finally adjusted to our contact. However, the distortion which you call pain, when sufficiently severe, mitigates against proper contact and, when the increased distortion is violent, can cause the tuning of the channel to waver. This tuning must then be corrected which we may do as the instrument offers us this opportunity freely. Question 74.4 Questioner, in a previous session there was a question on the archetypical mind that was not fully answered. I would like to continue with the answer to that question. Could you please continue with that, or will it be necessary for me to read the entire question over again? Answer, I am Ra. As a general practice it is well to vibrate the query at the same space-time as the answer is desired. However, in this case it is acceptable to us that a note be inserted at this point in your recording of these sound vibratory complexes referring to the location of the query in previous workings. Note, this question was asked in session number 67. The query, though thoughtful, is in some degree falling short of the realization of the nature of the archetypical mind. We may not each learn for any other to the extent that we become learned teachers. Therefore, we shall make some general notations upon this interesting subject and allow the questioner to consider and further refine any queries. The archetypical mind may be defined as that mind which is peculiar to the logos of this planetary sphere. Thusly and like the great cosmic all-mind, it contains the material which it pleased the logos to offer as refinement to the great cosmic beingness. 
the archetypical mind, then, as that which contains all facets which may affect mind or experience. The magician was named as a significant archetype. However, it was not... See, this is the part that they're getting into all of the um, cards that became tarot cards. Now, according to Ra, they created the tarot cards, and he's now describing them to them. So this gets a really monotonous right here. I'm not going to skip it because I'm not skipping over any sessions. But from here, the next, the, all of this session, and I think two more, there's quite a quite a, a distance of time in here when they're talking about and describing exactly every card in the original deck because um, they wanted to re recreate it exactly the way that it was created uh, originally. Okay, so now every tarot deck that has evolved from that, according to Raw, they created when they were here. Okay, so and they actually described that deck, and uh, that's what they're doing now is they're starting to describe what what the things um, um, pertain to, and then he's going to literally ask him to break down every card, card by card, and describe what the card looked like and then he's gonna you know, i think he has a set of cards and he should and he talks about what that is now and then raw says that's evolved and those those aren't right they added things and take this out and he's doing that because he actually recreated the deck and it's supposedly the original tarot deck ever introduced onto the human race okay so that's what he's talking about right now so i'm gonna let it play and there, there won't be much, I don't think, unless you guys have questions, there won't be much uh, reason for me to pause uh, because he's literally taking care of that on his own, <laughs> right? So just like they said right there, note this question has, uh, was asked in session 67, okay? Um, so that was in there, in, and uh, the, so he's, he's going to go on, and I think this is the spot where he does that. I knew I was going to get to it eventually, and... and um, Maybe I'll go you know, and have somebody come on that uh, is really, really versed in tarot uh, to be a guest. And then we can really break this stuff down and talk about it and how it's evolved. Um, so I'll let this play. And uh, if you guys have questions, type it in the chat. Not recognize that this portion of the archetypical mind represents not a portion of the deep subconscious, but the conscious mind and more especially the will. The archetype called by some the high priestess, then, is the corresponding intuitive or subconscious faculty. Let us observe the entity as it is in relationship to the archetypical mind. You may consider the possibilities of utilizing the correspondences between the mind, body, spirit in microcosm and the archetypical mind, body, spirit closely approaching the creator. For instance, in your ritual performed to purify this place you use the term, Vijabera. It is a correct assumption that this is a portion or aspect of the one infinite creator. However, there are various correspondences with the archetypical mind which may be more and more refined by the adept. Vijabera is the correspondence of Michael, of Mars, of the positive, of Manus. Vijidila has correspondences to Jupiter, to Femanus, to the negative, to the portion of the tree of life concerned with Oriel. We could go forward with more and more refinements of these two entries into the archetypical mind. We could discuss color correspondences, relationships with other archetypes, and so forth. This is the work of the adept, not the teach learner. 
we may only suggest that there are systems of study which may address themselves to the aspects of the archetypical mind and it is well to choose one and study carefully. It is more nearly well if the adept go beyond whatever has been written and make such correspondences that the archetype can be called upon at will. Question 74.5 Questioner, I have a statement here that I am going to make and let you correct. I see that the disciplines of the personality feed the indigo ray energy center and affect the power of the white magician by unblocking the lower energy centers allowing for the free flow of the upward spiraling light to reach the indigo center. Is this correct? Answer, I am Ra. No. See, now I wanted to point out that because a lot of people don't make the connection and, and I try to tell people this and I have been trying to tell people this for the entire time I've been on the air. And even before that, when I was hosting other shows, I've been trying to tell people this my whole life. And there's a lot of people that are now realizing all of this, you know, that, I mean, first of all, this is somebody channeling an alien hive mind complex, an entire species. And what are they talking about? They're talking about the law of one. They're talking about the universe and how it works. And on top of that, they're showing you that every aspect of every religion that we have on this planet that are separate, that are separate from all other religions right you have each religion is a different entirely different ideology including when you get to the paganism and wicca and and the druidism and they all have their own take but they're all portions every single portion everything that is in every religion is actually the right proper way and and that's this is the first time that any entity was told well, not the first time but in this large sense that anybody was passing that information on to humans. The Greys tried to, but the U.S. military didn't want to have any part of that when they were interviewing and interrogating them. They kept talking about the one, and they didn't want to hear about that. They were very spiritual, and they were talking about spiritualism, and they, and they, they just wanted technology. They didn't give a crap what they were talking about with that. Let's talk about your technology. Let's talk about your weaponry. Let's talk about your propulsion systems, because that was the greed. That was the, what they wanted. They didn't care about anything else. And that was a reoccurring theme that I noticed, and I've said this on many of my shows. I noticed that before I even heard of the Law of One. I only heard of the Law of One two years ago now. It would be two years ago in October when we first started the show. It was a month prior, so in, in uh, uh, September. That was when I was introduced to the Law of One, and I read all the books and said, wow, we need to get this information out there, and then we need to break it down and help people to understand it. Some of you out there understand every word that Raw is saying and every word that Don, the questioner, is saying, and you don't need me to, to do any interpretation. Some of you out there that hear this or see it if you're seeing the, the MP4 version when I'm live or if you're listening on the MP3 version on my podcast afterwards, <clears throat> you may not understand it. That's why I'm here to break it down. When I did this, when I started two years ago, there was no one doing what I'm doing now. Currently, there's a ton of people doing it. I keep, I have uh, people, feelers, friends of mine, that when they find it, they shoot it to me. Look, here's somebody else doing the law of one. Some of them start it and then stop, and some of them find out that I'm doing it, and they look and see how long I've been doing it, and they go, oh, then I shouldn't do it. The good thing about this is that the LL Research Group has since started putting out session by session, where before they were not doing that, and they started doing that. I don't know if I had any effect on that or if other people, because they're of the law of one becoming popular and there are groups uh, uh, that are out there on Facebook that you guys know who you are 
and YouTube and all other platforms, they started becoming popular again, and they realized that the law of one was getting more popular now than it ever has. So that's probably you know me, you, everybody else that that does any searches or or anything, buys their books, goes to their websites, the whole nine. You know that uh, that obviously turned them on to wow, we, everybody's waking up and they're starting to listen to us. <clears throat> so. Uh, you know, we've we've uh, gotten them revitalized and they have money coming in and they're, you know, of course, publishing stuff more now. And I'm glad that they're doing that because this information needs to get out to the world. So I just wanted to point all that out. So here, let me go back here and we'll go ahead and start it up again. Question 74.6. Questioner, will you please correct me? Answer, I am Ra. The Indigo Center is indeed most important for the work of the adept. However, it cannot, no matter how crystallized, correct to any extent whatsoever imbalances or blockages in other energy centers. They must needs be cleared seriatim from red upwards. Question 74.7 Questioner, I'm not sure exactly if I understand this. The question is how do disciplines of the personality feed the indigo ray energy center and affect the power of the white magician? Does that question make sense? Answer, I am Ra. Yes. Question 74.8. Questioner, would you answer it please? Answer, I am Ra. We would be happy to answer this query. We understood the previous query as being of other import. The indigo ray is the ray of the adept. There is an identification between the crystallizer and the answer to that question would be yes. Right? <laughs> of that energy center and the improvement of the working of the mind body, spirit as it begins to transcend space-time balancing and to enter the combined realms of space-time and time-space. Question 74.9. Questioner, let me see if I have a wrong opinion here of the effect of disciplines of the personality. I was assuming that the discipline of the personality to, shall we say, have a balanced attitude toward a single fellow entity would properly clear and balance, to some extent, the orange ray energy center. Is this correct? Answer, I am Ra. We cannot say that you speak incorrectly but merely less than completely. The disciplined personality, when faced with another self, has all centers balanced according to its unique balance. Thus... Yes, the, the, the question, you know, colors healing, yes, absolutely. <clears throat> colors, everything has a tone. Everything has a tone, whether it's a color, whether it's movement, you, me, uh, different parts of our body vibrate, our chakras vibrate at a certain tone. Everything in nature, the entire universe, is a vibration. It's a tone, and everything works in octaves, just like the scale of music. That's why we humans are so in tuned to music and melody, because that literally is the harmony of the universe, is sound, sound waves, love. Love is a sound wave, not just, it's a vibration, not just a thing. It's actually a vibration. Everything is a vibration. So uh, energy, me speaking to you, my, my voice is vibrating sound, and, and that's vibrating and stimulating and going through the speakers, my microphone to your speakers, and then you're picking it up. That's literally vibration. It's a, it's a sound, you, me, everything. So our aura uh, is a vibration. 
Um, in fact, uh, the raw ref refers to it as armor and um, density of your of your or density of your armor. The stronger your aura, the stronger your central core and everything. So when you're healing, healing energy is a certain tone. It's colors and it, the colors of your chakra. Okay, when you're when you're using healing energy, he was talking about that where you go up through into the green and indigo. The indigo being the stronger healing energies, and indigo is dark blue. Okay, so yes, everything has a tone, and everything in. Uh, uh, yeah, you heard p piano tones when I first woke. When I was, let me put that up on the screen for people to see. Okay, I heard piano tones when first awake. Uh, when when was little. See, that's because you that to you. Uh, probably you had probably set that up to yourself as the the tone that would tell you that this meant something, that it wasn't just nothing. So you heard the piano tones when you first woke up, and that was the accentuation point that you programmed into that event so that you would, and we do that, we all do that. We have that moment of aha where something clicks, and we go, oh, I totally get that. You were supposed to get that right then. You decided see okay so then the octaves were going up right so uh, Melissa then said um, that uh, you know it went higher and higher so you're so the octaves were going up so it was showing you that you just went from one level up to another level and that you were advancing and so that was the tone telling you that this was the right path and that you were vibrating at a, at a higher and higher rate and when you do that you're vibrating at a faster and faster pace right so that's just like you know we're traveling uh, closer to the speed of light in this 3D body in our reality than the rest of the universe is. So in a sense, we're aging faster than the rest of the universe. And so from our perspective, time is uh, past, present, and future are separated because we're moving so fast into the future. So once you leave this body in this avatar and go to the fourth dimension, the fourth density, you then start perceiving or you will perceive all of time at the same time we're in time space and you go to space time okay so we're in the linear time zone where we're because we're moving so fast so close to the speed of light literally our our uh, memory of what happened a second ago is behind us but we still remember it as if it happens just now but we can't see the future because we're not allowed to see the future as as well and some of us develop those, the more you get closer to transferring into that next stage, you then start to see the future, and then you start to perceive everything at once. And that happens, that's when you get a lot more deja vus. The closer you are, the, the harder it is to discern, uh, you know, reality. Did I already have this conversation? <laughs> you know, and that's just like going through these, uh, I'm, over, I'm remembering, and I'm thinking, did we already do this session? Do you see? And I do that a lot, uh, and, and you know, I know there's a couple of people that uh, are have even more so to where they are experiencing past, present, and future all at once already in this reality because they're ready to transition. They're so close. Firstly, the other self looks in a mirror, seeing itself. Question seventy-four point one zero. Questioner. The disciplines of the personality are the paramount work of any who have become consciously aware of the process of evolution. Am I correct on that statement? Answer, I am Ra. Quite. Question 74.11. Questioner, what I am trying to get at is how these disciplines affect the energy centers and the power of the white magician. Will you tell me how that works? 
Answer, I am Ra. The heart of the discipline of the personality is threefold. 1. Know yourself. 2. Accept yourself. 3. Become the creator. The third step is that step which, when accomplished, renders one the most humble servant of all, transparent in personality and completely able to know and accept other selves. In relation to the pursuit of the magical working the continuing discipline of the personality involves the adapting knowing itself, accepting itself, and thus clearing the path towards the great indigo gateway to the creator. To become the creator is to become all that there is. There is, then, no personality in the sense with which the adept begins its learned teaching. As the consciousness of the indigo ray becomes more crystalline, more work may be done more may be expressed from intelligent infinity. Question 74.12 Questioner, you stated that a working of service to others has the potential of alerting a great mass of light strength. Could you describe just exactly how this works and what the uses of this would be? Answer, I am Ra. There are sound vibratory complexes which act much like the dialing of your telephone. When they are appropriately vibrated with accompanying will and concentration it is as though many upon your metaphysical or inner planes received a telephone call. This call they answer by their attention to your working. Question 74.13 Questioner, there are many of these. The ones most obvious in our society are those used in the church rather than those used by the magical adept. What is the difference in the effect in those used in our various churches and those specifically magical incantations used by the adept? Answer, I am Ra. If all in your churches were adepts consciously full of will, of seeking, of concentration, of conscious knowledge of the calling, there would be no difference. The efficacy of the calling is a function of the magical qualities of those who call, that is, their desire to seek the altered state of consciousness desired. Question 74.14 Questioner, in selecting the protective ritual we finally agreed upon the vanishing ritual of the lesser pentagram. I assume that these sound vibratory complexes are of the type of which you speak for the alerting of those on the inner planes. Is this correct? Answer, I am Ra. This is correct. Question 74.15 Questioner, if we had constructed a ritual of our own with words used for the first time in this sequence of protection what would have been the relative merit of this with respect to the ritual that we chose? Answer, I am Ra. It would be less. In constructing ritual it is well to study the body of written work which is available for names of positive or service to others power are available. Question 74.16 Questioner, I will make an analogy to the loudness of the ringing of the telephone in using the ritual as the efficiency of the practitioners using the ritual. I see several things affecting the efficiency of the ritual, first, the desire of the practitioners to serve, their ability to invoke the magical personality, their ability to visualize while performing the ritual, and let me ask you as to the relative importance of those items and how each may be intensified. Answer, I am Ra. This query borders upon over-specificity. It is most important for the adept to feel its own growth as teach-learner. We may only say that you correctly surmise the paramount import of the magical personality. This is a study in itself. With the appropriate emotional will, polarity, and purity, work may be done with or without proper sound vibration complexes. However, there is no need for the blunt instrument when the scalpel is available. 
Question 74.17. Questioner, I assume that the reason that the rituals that have been used previously are of effect is that these words have built a bias in consciousness of those who have worked in these areas so that those who are of the distortion of mind that we seek will respond to imprinting consciousness of this series of words. Is this correct? Answer, I am Ra. This is, to a great extent, correct. The exception is the sounding of some of what you call your Hebrew and some of what you call your Sanskrit vowels. These sound vibration complexes have powered before time and space and represent configurations of light which build all that there is. Question 74.18 Questioner, why do these sounds have this property? He's talking about the, uh, like the charm of making, which actually last week I talked about. And actually translated it. So if you missed it, it was either last week or the week before when I actually, um, one of, not all of the charms of making, some one of them. And, uh, you know, words have power. See, everything is, is a vibration. We just talked about that. Okay, so well, I'm going to have to stop us there. The reason being is that um, uh, we have to do a hard break at one hour. Let me put my microphone back in the, in the shoot here. We have to do a one-hour hard break today because I have another show that I'm going to be the guest on uh, coming up at 5:30. Okay, so it's it's uh, 4:57 right now, so we'll have to we'll have to cut it short just so that I can take a walk, stretch my legs, and, and get a refreshments back in me. Use the restroom, <laughs> right? <clears throat> so uh, yeah, okay. Then you you're, you said, uh, but it's true. Put it up on the screen there. But is it true that we can physically see raw? No. Um, yes and no. You, uh, raw's not, uh, raw doesn't come here um, like they did before. Okay. The, but they are here in um, at the Council of Venus, which is the council of planets that is uh, protecting this world right now and has the solar system in a quarantine and has for a very long time. So, what you need to understand is that 99% of all what we consider UFOs are, are, are not alien uh, spacecraft. They are, in fact, owned by the cabal. They're owned by the American government and their uh, allies. Okay? Uh, and so, but, there, but there's that small percentage that get through the quarantine block because there's little windows. And if you can check the algorithm uh, properly, you can get through. And then there's um, uh, people that project. When Raw was here... They projected themselves here. They didn't physically come here. They just created an avatar uh, on our planet and basically came through like we are. Um, but they, but they have the ability to stay. We do too. We just don't know that. Okay. Um, we have a higher self in the up in the in the uh, halfway through the sixth dimension or sixth density, and um, w that's what is attached to us. That's where our higher self is. And then you have a higher higher self beyond that. Um, so the raw doesn't actually physically come here like they did when they got here. They screwed. They helped screw us up. If you go back and read the first uh, few uh, sessions, you would you would uh, hear them say that that they were responsible for screwing things up because of of our tendency towards bellicose, because we're violent people and we have a tendency towards that because we do have a population of about ten percent evil people on this planet to the ninety percent good. And the 10% evil have entrenched themselves and put themselves into power because they always seek power. Inevitably, they seek power everywhere they are because they all want power. That's what they're about, domination over other people. 
So the, that's why the you know televisions, radio stations, magazines, everything, movie theaters, you know the the movie makers, all of that is controlled by evil men, evil families, and they control the narrative. That's why people here are stuck. People here are stuck and haven't graduated off of this planet to the next level in seventy five thousand years, maybe more. It takes a while for people to to hear the call. It takes a while for people to put out a call that they're stuck the people on Maldek when they blew up Maldek that's what we have we call the Kuiper Belt that used to be a planet the people that lived on there they blew themselves up and all of the souls that were there got stuck frozen catatonic it took them 75,000 years in catatonic state before they could call for help okay so we don't know, I don't know, because I, I don't remember all of that because I haven't gotten all of that memory back. I just know most of these other things that I've that I've learned over the course of my lifetime. Okay, it's 5 p.m., so I'm sorry that I got to cut it short today, but I have to take some time off here so I can uh, stretch my legs, and I will be on Closer Encounters Radio. If you go on Facebook and look up Closer Encounters, um, I, I will be on that show starting at 5.30 or whenever they decide to go live. He said he would wait until 5.30 for me. So um, you saw something about species forms uh, here. Yeah, there there are other aliens here on the planet. There are, like, there's the people who live inside the planet. You know, so there's Draco here, the, the, the uh, uh, lizard people. They're indigenous to this planet uh, more than we are. Uh, they've been here for, you know, millions and millions of years. And um, there are other aliens that are here. Um, yeah. Yeah, Ram Maldek. Um, that's, yeah, that was the planet that, that is now the Kuiper Belt. And then the people on Mars also blew themselves up. And those people are now here. So um, a, lot of, a lot of stuff has been said, you know, about, you know, um, all this, you know, they attach it to all of these things like Tiamat and all of that. Some of those, so if you re, re get into that stuff, you realize that a lot of it is misinformation. The, the whole concept that we were created as a slave labor race um, is, a, is a lie. It's a fabrication. We were not created as a slave labor race. We were created by the one true creator of the universe. We are a little teeny piece of that creator, and our job is to learn and experience. That's what we're here to do experience everything that we could possibly experience and then report back eventually to the one okay with all of our experiences that we experience over the course of however many lifetimes it takes us to return back to the one you know the i've been told that it takes between seven and ten lifetimes here before you can graduate but nobody's been graduating so they've been stuck all right so right yeah go take your walk man yeah so all right uh namaste thanks uh pass this on uh, send this to other people. Like I said, uh, until people get used to me being uh, live at 4 p.m. again <laughs> on Fridays, then they're not going to know that I'm that I'm here. Uh, so share this out and uh, come join us on Closer Encounters. We're not going to be talking spirituality. We're going to be talking about aliens uh, and the cabal and that kind of stuff. I have some breaking news. I'm going to play a video. Some breaking news that uh, is going to corroborate some of my claims. If and and claims from whistleblowers. If you've been watching any of my shows. Uh, in the past where, you know, especially Orion Rising news uh, that I do on, on you know, off days, not on Fridays. All right. So it was a great show, guys. Uh, have a great evening. Uh, hope you join us over at Closer Encounters Radio on Facebook. That's Clarence Mitchell's uh, show. Omar from Watchers Talk is going to be on there. Rob 
uh, is going to be on there from uh, his his show, and I forgot his name of his show again. I'll have it eventually. It's news, so I haven't got it in my in my head yet. Uh, I want, I'll get it. I'll say it a thousand times and get it in my head. But he's going to be on the Rob Yonks. He's gonna, and the three of us with Clarence are going to be talking. So we're all talk show hosts. So it's going to be a good show. All right. Have a nice night. Like I said, Namaste. I love everybody. Send this out to everybody. Subscribe to my page. Go to YouTube. This will be up on YouTube uh, probably tomorrow. Uh, I won't have time today to do it. I might later. Usually I, I, I simulcast, but because uh, I'm going to be doing the other show, I didn't take the time to simulcast. So have a good night. Love you all. Thank you for coming.